Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. And back with us and joined by Baylor's Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach, Felicia Mulkey. And, uh, Coach, I think I probably do this every time, but I start by saying how are you and glad to have you with us. But, uh, you know, these days that takes on a little more meaning. Coach, how are you? <laughs> Hi, John. I am doing okay. Um, Good. I, I think probably like everybody else, just trying to figure out this new norm, uh, this temporary new normal we have going on. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I try not to have regrets or look back because it's no use in looking back, right? But I, we were so excited for this year, the end of this year, because our trajectory was just going in the right direction. And so many people said, you know, the beginning of the year, media day, John, we talked about, you know, um, is this a rebuilding year? We lost so many All-Americans and we lost, you know, some really talented seniors. And this team's trajectory was just Straight up, and the things, the improvements they made in the meets, and just where we were going. You know, in the, every meet they got a little bit better. The tumbling passes they were getting—it was just so much fun. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. And welcome to John Morris Show on this Wednesday. Glad you're with us. Coach Felicia Mulkey in the open. Uh, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach was with us yesterday here in the 9 a.m. hour as the music trails off. That is uh, Q on the keyboards in the studio making things work for us. And Q, appreciate you uh, more than words can say. But good morning to you. How you doing this morning? Really well, really well. Glad to be back with you. And uh, yeah, man, I, I can't help myself when it comes to that music. I know I tell you all the time, but uh, man, oh man, when I start hearing those tunes, I just gotta, I just get in the zone. You know, I almost feel like I'm back on music radio, and I'm loving it. So uh, good stuff right there. Good selection. That's good, and folks may think that's you know pre-recorded music. They don't realize that that's you uh, doing the music live in the studio there. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds if good. you could you would right absolutely if i could i would but uh, I'm, I'm great on the fade how about that <laughs> yeah there you go there you go perfect well uh good morning to everybody hope you're doing well uh a wednesday and uh this will be fun coming up in the hour uh i've had the intention of uh, trying to get this guy on for a while and well no better time than right now uh his name is brian anderson he's from georgetown uh, I, I need to text chris allman and make sure Chris is uh, tuned in or can go back to the podcast. Uh, Chris is from Georgetown. His family's still there. But Brian is uh, from Georgetown, went to high school there, went on to uh, college, worked in uh, San Antonio with the minor league baseball team, and then really shot up from there very quickly. He is now uh, the TV voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, 
So he does TV for the Brewers, but he also does a ton of games for TNT and TBS. He does. Uh, he would have done NCAA tournament games. He w- uh, would be doing NBA games this time of year. He's uh, part of their PGA uh, Championship uh, golf broadcast crew. So he does a ton of things for uh, Turner. And uh, as such, uh, our paths uh, cross sometimes, you know, during the NCAA tournament. Uh, but I thought it'd be fun to have him on as, uh, you know, Q, a, a national broadcaster who is just not doing anything right now like a lot of us. I mean, he'd be in, in the middle of baseball season. He would be doing NBA games and juggling that schedule. Would have done the NCAA tournament up until a couple of weeks ago. So uh, he, he has a very uh, – would normally have a very busy schedule uh, – uh, that is kind of down to uh, talking to us this morning. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the, the funny thing is, you know, if you, again, we always try to find some silver linings in everything that's going on. We try to find some positives. And one of the positives that I've found, at least, is that a lot of these people that you'd like to talk to, you know, just like you're mentioning, would be very, very busy this time of year, and they're not. And so they're actually open and kind of want to be on the radio and talk and, and you know, share their thoughts yeah. on what's going on. And so I've been finding it a lot easier to book a lot of really, really good guests just because, well, there's not a whole lot going on and people don't mind, you know, sharing their thoughts right now. That's it. I mean, they've got more time than they normally would, and uh, I, I don't think people mind, you know, hopping on with us and doing a short interview. So uh, that's kind of the way things worked out with Brian. So we'll have him on, Brian Anderson, uh, in Milwaukee. I think he's in Milwaukee, uh, lives there full time. So we'll visit with him coming up in just a bit. Uh, so we've got that coming up in the hour. Look forward to visiting with him. Neat thing that uh, Baylor has done, and uh, you know, not not just athletics, or this isn't athletics. This is. Camp- campus, um, you know, just trying to keep people uh, uh, engaged and plugged in. Uh, Baylor put out on Facebook yesterday and then on, on Twitter also. Probably it's on Instagram also. Uh, it went out last night is when it went out, 9.05 last night. Uh, and Q, I don't know if you've seen this, but it says, choose your Baylor quarantine house. And then they've got six options of, uh, you know, where people can respond and choose if you're in one of these houses or, or which one of these would you choose. One of them is the, uh, the Bobo, that's the uh, Baptist Student Union or Baptist uh, building on campus. And in the Bobo uh, building, uh, you would be quarantined with Coach Kim Mulkey, Brad Livingstone, Derek Haas, who's a, a TV uh, producer and creator of shows, and Allison Tolman. Allison is an actress. She was on uh, Fargo. She was on the good, the uh, uh, what's it called, Gilmore Girls. So those are the four in the Bobo House. If you chose that one, you'd be quarantined with them. Uh, if you choose Moody Library, you'd be there with Clint Harp, uh, Angela Kinsey. Angela uh, is an actress. She was on The Office. Uh, Common Grounds in Moody Library, and Coach Dave Aranda. So that's a pretty good foursome there if you're quarantined and you choose Moody Library. Uh, if you choose Pat Neff, you would be with Linda Livingstone, Baylor president, Pearl Beverly. Pearl is the, uh, what's her title, director of multicultural affairs, I think it is, on campus. Uh, she would be very conversational, Pearl Be- Beverly. Max Muncie is in that group in Pat Neff Hall. Max, a former Baylor baseball player now with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And David Crowder, songwriter and uh, entertainer David Crowder. So that's the foursome in Pat Neff Hall. Uh, if you choose the McLean Student Life Center, you could be with uh, RG3. Now, that's pretty cool. Scott Drew, <laughs> that's cool. 
Trey Wingo. Now, that's, uh, this is a good group here. And then uh, Boo, uh, it's capital B, small u, Boo, and that is uh, the Livingstone's dog. Uh, <laughs> his, his name is Boo. <laughs> nice. Spelled B-U. Okay, okay. So those are the four in the McLean Student Life Center. Uh, you could choose. There's two more options. Waco Hall would be uh, Joanna Gaines. Oh, that's a big draw. Marigold. Uh, Jeff Dunham, the uh, entertainer, ventriloquist, and Michael Johnson. So that's a good group. That's in Waco Hall. And then the final group is the sub. If you were quarantined in the sub, you would be with Chip Gaines. Oh, nice draw. <laughs> Bruiser, Mike Singletary, and yours truly in the sub. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So how about that? So people are responding and uh, giving their uh, choices of where they'd like to be, and, and people are being nice about it. That's very nice. But, uh, that, you know, that's a fun deal that uh, Baylor put out. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it on Facebook. I uh, I shared it on Facebook when I saw that last night. But uh, pretty fun deal there and kind of fun to think about, you know, if you were quarantined, which one of those groups would you uh, uh, want to associate with? You know, J-Mo, uh, as much as I'd like to hang out with you and, and Mike Singletary and Chip Gaines and Bruiser. I think that'd be uh, a lot of good company. I think I'm rolling with uh, RG3 and Scott Drew, Trey Wingo, and Boo. I know. I think I think that's how I'm rolling. I'm sorry. I think I got to go that direction. Not, not a problem at all. That's a good group. That would be great. And you'd be in the slick. So you'd have all the, uh, you know, the racquetball courts, the basketball courts. Presumably you'd have all those things, you know, at your uh, disposal there in the slick also. There, there you go. Yeah, I'd have to go. I'd have to go that route. It'd be very positive with Coach Scott Drew there. You know that. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, he probably would uh, get you up early and get you working out. You know, there wouldn't be laying around if you were with him. Well, and that's okay. You know, I get up early anyway, and I probably need a little motivation to work out these days anyway. So, yeah, I would be, I'd be okay with that. That's pretty cool. So put out by Baylor University. Uh, it is on uh, It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook, I know. It's probably on Instagram as well. So uh, check that out and choose your Baylor quarantine house. All right, we're off and running on this Wednesday. We appreciate you being with us today. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show, as always, brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. And that's two for the Jayhawks at the end, but the Bears win by 12. Baylor's first win ever in Allen Fieldhouse. And the Bears, number four in the nation, impressive in a win over third-ranked Kansas on their home floor. Final score, Baylor 67, Kansas 55. And, John, this this Baylor team is the real deal. The home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Wake up, Waco. It's time for your financial update with the team from Lovett and Associates. Here with us today is Eric Lovett. Eric, you've made an offer for the book Income Allocation. Why does this financial model and structure for our assets make so much sense for today's retiree? Let's go back and talk about how you've always done things till the time you retire. You've always, first and foremost, had an income plan. Your paycheck is your income plan. What you save after your bills, that is your investment plan. Typically, no one has an investment plan or asset allocation without first working and having a paycheck. 
paycheck as an income plan. Here's the misstep. Wall Street and the lump sum we built up in our investment plan lead us to believe that at a specific age or a certain dollar amount, it's okay to abandon our income plan, leave the paycheck behind and replace it with only our investment plan. Do you feel comfortable relying on your investments not to falter? Are you confident in the asset allocation investment plan that has never supported you suddenly providing everything that your paycheck has until this point? Everything and more because every day is Saturday in retirement. <laughs> income allocation works by showing you exactly what you will need, how much you will have to take from your retirement investment accounts to replace that paycheck. It is very specific. It is contractual and mathematical. It prioritizes your highest needs in retirement. It is exactly what we do here at Love & Associates, and we do it every day. We've helped so many people around the community. They'll come and visit with us. They don't think they can retire. They think they need to work another five or ten years. And then we show them how we can use income allocation, and it is the most gratifying thing when I tell them that they can retire sooner than they thought. Call now and request your complimentary income allocation retirement portfolio design and the book, Income Allocation, 254-870-6800. That's 254-870-6800. Security and advisory services offered through Cetera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, a broker-dealer, and a registered investment advisor. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity. Investments and securities do not offer a fixed rate of return. Principal yield and or share price will fluctuate with changes in market conditions. And when sold or redeemed, you may receive more or less than originally invested. No system or financial planning strategy can guarantee future results. Direct phone number to reach Lovett & Associates is 254-751-1256. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRozier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with a credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. With us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning. Appreciate you tuning in. Brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker 
Apex Realtor, Amanda and her group, are uh, are sheltering in but still working the best that they can. They are still safely showing, selling, and listing homes with only three months' uh, worth of inventory. This market is a dual market. What that means is it's great for sellers because of demand and great for buyers because of rates. So, uh, here are some examples. 38 properties sold already this year, 34 new listings, 36 properties under contract at last report. Caldwell Banker Apex is up 41.5% from this time last year. So you may think things are at a standstill, and they are in a lot of respects, but uh, in the uh, real estate market, especially at Colwell Banker Apex, uh, things are moving. So uh, just uh, Google search Amanda Cunningham. That'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, all of that, and see what she can do for you if you're looking to buy, sell, move locally, globally. She's a global luxury specialist. Just check that out. Uh, just Google search Amanda Cunningham. Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. John Morris, Q, back uh, with you on this Wednesday morning. Do appreciate uh, you being with us. Did I uh, did I tell you this yesterday, and I don't want to repeat myself, but did I tell you I found uh, an old radio broadcast on uh, on the air on Sirius XM? No, huh? you oh, did okay. not. So uh, MLB, uh, I was out in the cars about 9 o'clock um, last night, or maybe it was two, it was two nights ago. Uh, and uh, just said, I uh, thought, what's on, you know, MLB Network Radio, uh, a Sirius XM channel? And I checked it and went over there, and there was a game broadcast on. So I said, oh, that's interesting. You could tell it was kind of old school. And finally uh, figured out what it was. It was a game from 1970. It was April 22nd, 1970. It was the Padres and the Mets. And uh, MLB Network Radio is doing this every night. They're doing a, a game or sometimes two games every night. And they're billing it as classic voices, classic games. And what it does, it goes back to, you know, big games, obviously, that are worth listening to, but also some of the old-time, big-time announcers in broadcasting. This one was the Mets broadcast, so it went back to Bob Murphy, um, who was with him. Lindsey Nelson was with him on the broadcast. And then Ralph Kiner is, was the longtime uh, color guy for the Mets broadcast in 1970. Wow! So it was those guys. So Q, it was that you know that old school baseball broadcast feel. Right. And the reason, or, or one of the reasons, they chose this game. Tom Seaver was pitching. He had 19 strikeouts in the game. Man, 19. He, he was the man, wasn't he? Man. Yeah, absolutely. So this was 70. This was the year after the amazing match, you know, won the World Series in 1969. But it was, uh, you know, I don't know how many people listening to us right now would be interested in that, but I thought it was pretty cool. So now I check every day, and they, you know, (laughs) they they, uh, tweet out uh, what game they're going to broadcast that night. And uh, pretty cool to go back and hear some of the, you know, some of the big-name broadcasters. I'm sure they'll have some Vin Scully games coming up in there. Jack Buck from the Cardinals. Right. Uh, you know, just some uh, Ernie Harwell from the Dodgers, a bunch of those. So uh, pretty cool diversion when you've got no live baseball games going on right now. Yeah, no, you're right about that. The Vin Scully games will clearly be really good ones to, to listen to because he was so great at everything that he did. But uh, funny Tom Seaver story real quick is the fact yeah. that uh, that was my first glove that I had. Had. You know, back really? in the day when they had gloves and they had them always, whatever, had the little print on the inside and it yeah. said whoever's name it was and it looked like an autograph. That was the very first baseball glove I ever had was a, a Tom Seaver with the, I mean, I call it an autograph, but it's not really an autograph, but right. whatever. Yeah, but that was my first glove was a Tom Seaver glove. I don't know why Tom yeah. Seaver was the first glove I got. Maybe it was an accident, but anyway, it was 
That was it. That was my first glove. So what what year, about what year would that have been? Oh, man, I want to say that that was maybe 80-something, maybe very yeah. early 90. Maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, it could have been very early 90s. It, it, it probably was that. But I got you. Either way, around 80, anywhere between like 88 and 90. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, that's really cool. Yeah, Tom Seaver, uh, uh, obviously a Hall of Famer and, uh, you know, made his mark with the Mets, went on to pitch for the Reds a, a little bit also. So I, I had, uh, at one point, I had a catcher's mitt that had the Johnny Bench autograph uh, stamped on the glove. Yeah. You know, and I was a big, you know, I still am a big Reds fan. And um, when Kelly Shopik won the Johnny Bench Award as the best collegiate catch, catcher in the nation, um, I, I was in contact with the guy who ran the Johnny Bench Award. In fact, uh, uh, where did I see him? I, I saw him somewhere face-to-face, and we were talking. And I said, hey, uh, just a thought. Uh, if I sent you something, could you get uh, Johnny Bench to sign it? And he said, yeah, no problem. We do that all the time. <laughs> and so, <laughs> wow. so I had this glove in mind, knowing that Johnny Bench's autograph was stamped on there. And uh, sure enough, I sent it to this guy who, who ran the Johnny Bench Award, and uh, he got uh, Johnny Bench to sign it, and he sent it back to me. So it's like a double autograph on there, one of them really signed by him and one of them stamped in the leather. That's nice. I like that. I like that. It's a heck of an idea. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. It's no longer the Johnny Bench Award. They changed it. Uh, it's now the Buster Posey Award uh, because uh, somebody said, Hey, wait a second. We're giving this award to the best collegiate catcher in the nation. Uh, Johnny Bench didn't go to college, <laughs> so well. they changed the award. Uh, and that's yeah, I kind of hated it at first, but I, I, I do understand it. Now it's named after Busty, Buster Posey, who, uh, of course, was a great catcher at Florida State. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that was a little bit understandable of why they changed the name of that award. Yeah, very understandable. I mean, again, if the guy didn't go to college, it probably shouldn't be the collegiate <laughs> award. But, uh, but still, right. I mean, with the greatness that he is, I mean, I get it why it could be a little, you know, know. disheartening that they're changing the name. But, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. I I can't argue with that one bit. All right, uh, talking a little baseball on this Wednesday morning with no live games going on. But that gives us the opportunity to check in and visit with Brian Anderson. He does television for the Milwaukee Brewers. He's from Georgetown, down the road in Georgetown. Uh, Chris Allman is listening, and Chris gave us a a litmus test to ask uh, Brian to make sure he really does know Georgetown. (laughs) So we may or may not throw those out at uh, Brian. Uh, Brian also does uh, NBA, NCAA tournament games for uh, TNT, TBS, um, and uh, uh, golf for them as well. So uh, it'll be fun to visit with him. We'll check in in Milwaukee and visit with Brian Anderson when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're always on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Hey, uh, check in and ask them about the selection they have of, uh, last count, more than 15 Crest pontoons in stock, powered by Mercury Outboards. Rebates from $500 to $2,500 for these Crest pontoons, only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South. They're on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Marineland Boating Center, home to Crest pontoons, making memories since 1983. 
Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Coach Gene Stallings joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Junction comes up a lot. Bear Bryant, you know, some negative things have come out of that story. There's some incredibly positive stories. Now, the only cute thing that happened at Junction, this was a Saturday night. Coach Bryant came in meeting with the team, and he said, tomorrow is Sunday. How many of you guys like to go to church tomorrow? Well, we all shot our hands up. <laughs> and he, he said, Troy Sumlin, the manager around, he said, now, Troy, I want you to go down and get everybody's name that wants to go to church. And Coach Bryant looked at the list. Everybody was on except one player. And he said, isn't this nice? Everybody want to go to church? We're going to go right after we practice. <laughs> we know we're going to go to church instead of practice. It's the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. Now more than ever, we all need the strongest immune system we can build. A healthy diet supported by the right vitamins and nutritional supplements may help enhance your immune system, specifically a comprehensive multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of their patients' lives. When you use coupon code BOOST50 on coopercomplete.com, you'll get 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's BOOST50 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off and free shipping. Make Cooper Complete part of your daily vitamin regimen and boost that immune system. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The final polls have been released for Baylor softball's shortened 2020 season. The Lady Bears finished 17th in the ESPN.com USA poll and number 23 on the USA Today NFCA poll. Former Baylor safety Chris Miller was a guest on the Matt Mosley Show on Tuesday to talk about the upcoming NFL draft and his interactions with the Cowboys. I mean, it wasn't really a specific call. When I got out to the Combine in Indianapolis, I got a chance to sit down and talk to a lot of the guys. And I know the safety coach, he has history with Baylor. He went there, actually. He just really understood where I was coming from, knowing that it was safe from the safety aspect, knowing what it takes to be a great safety in the league and compete with the best. For the complete interview, check out our Twitter page at 1660 ESPN. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show, proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris. Q on this Wednesday morning. Do appreciate you, Bill, uh, being on with us and uh, really appreciate 
Our next guest making some time for us from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, joined by Brian Anderson, TV voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, does a ton of other things, uh, TBS, TNT, uh, men's uh, NCAA tournament games, NBA, PGA Golf Championships, busy schedule that has, uh, I'm guessing, ground to uh, pretty much a stop right now. But, Brian, do appreciate your time this morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to be with you. It's um, I, I had to find some space in my busy schedule today, so now <laughs> I have the next twenty three and a half hours free. So that's, I'm gonna have that's to great. Really appreciate you cramming us in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're sort of in that boat. What, what would you be doing right now? Do you, do you keep track of of what you would be doing, or do you just kind of put that <laughs> out of your mind? <laughs> you know, today today uh, on the original schedule was an off day. Okay. Um, I was going to be preparing. I was be coming off of the um, NCAA tournament. Right. I was hoping to maybe catch the Baylor Bears on my way to the NCAA tournament this year with Chris Weber. Um, and then I would have had a Tuesday NBA game yesterday. And then this was going to be an off day. And then the, the Brewers were starting up a homestand tomorrow that I was going to call i was going to call about 10 days worth of baseball games before the nba playoffs so yeah this was always an off day so i have nothing planned there you um, go <laughs> and never had anything planned <laughs> did you have your nca tournament assignments i mean did you know where you and, you and chris were going to be no we um, okay that usually comes down on selection sunday obviously okay. they they canceled all that before that time so it's really interesting when they when they do that, you know, we, I, because I, I get all these texts and emails and people asking, uh, wh- where are you going to be? And are, did you get so and so? Did you get us and all these coaches and whoever? But we really don't know. Um, and sometimes we'll know minutes before the selection Sunday show. Usually we don't find out until the show's already started. And then we'll get an email saying, okay, you're headed to wherever. And then, uh, then we start to, focus in on Greg Gumble and Ernie Johnson and figure out, um, you know, if we're going to Louisville, where, what teams are going to be there, and we start right. to scramble at that point. So it's right. quite the mad dash. I miss it. I miss – it's the hardest thing I do every year, but I miss yeah. um, I missed it this year. And um, I, I'm enjoying being home and being with my family and doing things I don't normally get to do. Uh, but that that's one rush that is hard to replicate. Well, I would guess so. I don't know anything that would come close to that. You're talking about a first day, you know, when you're doing uh, uh, four games and eight teams, you know, that aren't, I mean, none of them are teams. When I do Baylor games, I know Baylor pretty well, but I need to learn the other team. But you're <laughs> learning eight teams to do four games in one day. Uh, that's that's a tough assignment. Yeah, it's it's hard and it's uh, but it's very rewarding and it's it's um, an adrenaline rush and it really focuses you in on your preparation and being efficient with your preparation and um, I'm lucky that I still Turner allows me to do a bunch of college basketball games so uh, they're very um, generous in allowing me to do not only the Big East through Fox Sports and FS1 but I do the Big Ten as well through Big Ten Network, BTN. So I do about 15 to 20 college games a year just to keep my hand in that, keep my eyes on the college game. It's so different than the NBA. Um, the rules are a little bit different. The pace is a, is a lot different. So 
um, I'm always begging for a Big East or a Big Ten team, you know, when I <laughs> yeah, when I start right. to get my list of teams. Um, but, you know, I have Texas roots, and I still pay attention to and root for all those Texas teams. I was so happy to see Texas Tech make a run last year, and I grew up in, in the Austin area, so, you know, always interested in the University of Texas and Baylor, of course. Um, I actually grew up in Georgetown, which is right. uh, just over an hour from – from Waco, so I have a lot of ties to Baylor and a lot of family and friends still pull for the Bears. So uh, I've been paying attention to them all season. So I was actually really hoping, I mean it when I say that, I was hoping to draw them. I don't think I've ever done a Baylor men's basketball game. I used to do the Big 12 women's package uh, when I lived down there and, uh, you know, obviously did a ton of Baylor Baylor games. So uh, always look forward to catching the Bears. Yeah, we would have loved to have uh, had that opportunity. It was a great year for Baylor, unfortunately ended uh, short. We were in Kansas City at the Big 12 tournament when they pulled the plug on everything. I guess you were at the you were at the Big 10 tournament when when everything just kind of came to a halt. Yeah, I was actually on the floor. We were ready to go on the air. You know, I just mm-hmm. done an NBA game for TNT in San Antonio in front of a packed house and that was on a Tuesday, March 10. Wow. Traveled to Indianapolis on a Wednesday. Um, the start of the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, was Wednesday night. I didn't call those games. Uh, Brandon Gordon had those two, but that was the night you might remember when Fred Hoiberg got sick and left the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that that created, coming right on the heels of the Rudy Gobert situation, that was all the same day uh, with the Utah Jazz. And, of course, uh, they were in Oklahoma City. The whole team had to be quarantined, and then, then the Nebraska team gets quarantined. So that was kind of the big story was, A, are we playing this game? Will there be fans, which they decided there wouldn't be? And why are we playing this game? Because you could tell all the pregame prep we did and as we were starting that, that Big Ten tournament Thursday, um, the players were very apprehensive. The coaches yeah. were very apprehensive. But we were there and the Michigan and Rutgers were in the layup lines. We were ready to start the game with no fans in the stands. And about 15 minutes before tip, uh, the Big Ten commissioner pulled the plug on the game, the tournament, and, of course, the NCAA tournament followed the next day. Wow. Strange situation. Brian Anderson is our guest uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. You mentioned doing uh, NCAA tournament games and you're wondering where you're going to be going, who you're going to be covering. But obviously you're going to be going with your broadcast partner, Chris Weber. And what is he like, especially during NCAA time, uh, tournament time, when he was as a player, a, a part of one of the most iconic plays and games really in NCAA history? Yeah, I mean, to be a part of that Fab Five, and um, he's he's uh, he's great. He's, he's an incredible analyst. He sees the game uh, so well, and the kids love him. I mean, that's kind of my takeaway. I always tell people the the players just, they can't get enough to see Webb. I mean, even at this, he's been out of the league for a few years, but a lot of these players, they know him well. Uh, obviously, he's highly visible on television. Uh, with Marv Albert every Thursday night on TNT. And so um, he he still gives them a lot of time and talks to the players, and he's great in the practices. And, yeah, he and uh, Allie LaForce, that's our team. That's our announced team. And uh, we've we've got a great group. We've got a great producer, director, crew that we've been with for a few years. And um, I, I love those guys. And, obviously, I work with Chris, you know, every now and then in the NBA circle and, I've worked with him in the NCAA tournament the last four years now. 
maybe five years. Um, so he, yeah, he's a he's a great guy, passionate guy who cares about a lot of things and cares about the people he's around. And always a pleasure to be around C Web. John mentioned how you you have your your toes in a lot of different waters. You cover a lot of different games, do a lot of different broadcasts. But what do you find the most pleasure in? Would it be the NCAA tournament? Would it be baseball? What do you find to be the most entertaining for yourself? Well, I get asked that a lot, and and I and I mean this honestly. I I love whatever I'm doing because to me, I mean, the sport is the sport, and there are different um, techniques, different mechanics for every sport, different verbiage, vocabulary, all of that, and you have to kind of change your brain from a play-by-play perspective uh, to make sure that you're you're focused on that. But uh, the common thread in all of the different sports I do is the stories of the individual athletes, the players, how they got here, the coaches. Um, if it's a golf event, you know, it's it's their backstory to get to this point. So anybody doing the, the events that I do, NCAA, NBA, MLB, PGA Championship, I mean, to get to that level as an athlete, not only is there an incredible backstory you just know, it's almost guaranteed, but that player, that person, that competitor is typically a hero in his hometown, right? So I'm really fascinated by that. So that's why I enjoy the prep so much. It's why I enjoy covering these players. And, and not that you're overwhelming the audience with all these stories. There's not time for that when you're calling play-by-play. Uh, but trying to weave and fit that puzzle around weaving the play-by-play and these stories together, that's really the fascinating part for me. So whatever gig I'm assigned, whatever sport that happens to be, I'm I'm totally into it. I'm totally in the present, and I love it. I love being in the arenas. I love being in Major League Baseball games. I would say baseball is probably the sport that, you know, it's the hardest to call, I think, from the outside world. But for me, because I I grew up playing the game, I know the game well, I played at the collegiate level, I, I did minor league baseball forever, nine years. So I've called more baseball games than any other sport, probably into the, you know, two, 3,000 range at this point. Mm. So that's the, that's the game where I really don't have to think about um, the play-by-play execution it just kind of it's a very natural sport for me to call but at the same time basketball I called a lot of basketball um, and I I enjoy the pace of basketball and the staccato feel of it and the the ability to get loud you know and and be in these loud arenas which who knows what that's gonna look like moving forward but you know I enjoy everything long answer to a easy (laughs) question but it's, it's true it's what I I enjoy doing whatever I'm doing on that particular day that's the perfect answer. It really is. And you mentioned minor league baseball. Uh, folks listening to us here may know the name Roy Acuff. Uh, I worked with him a long time ago at KWTX here in Waco, and you worked with him uh, quite a quite a few years in San Antonio. Oh man, he's he's my guy. As my mentor, he was uh, he gave me my first job in in broadcasting. He hired me in San Antonio. He's a legend in the Texas League. Uh, is in their Hall of Fame. Uh, he's not doing well right now. He's having some health issues, and so I talk to him usually a couple times a month still. Uh, we keep in close contact, and I owe him a lot and uh, think the world of him, and he kind of stepped aside for me. You know, he brought me in as a partner first but had some health problems and kind of let me spread my wings, and uh, I spent nine years with him in San wow. Antonio calling games for the missions and 
uh, yeah, those are those are great memories. And he's he's not just a former boss and a former partner. He's he's like family to me. So I'm glad you brought him up. I love that man. Brian, you mentioned the fact of games, the potential of them being played without fans. And, look, we're dealing with a really crazy time right now with this coronavirus uh, pandemic going on across the across the country. But from a play-by-play point of view, I mean, how much are the fans part of the story that if they're not there at the games to be the noise, the background, the crowd, how much of the story is lost without them? Well, that's a good question. There, It is a factor, you know. Unfortunately, as I mentioned, I did nine years of minor league baseball, so I've done a ton of games in front of no fans. <laughs> so I, I think I'm pretty uh, used to that. But I do, I do think calling the games, you're, you're, you're into – you have the blinders up a little bit. You're into the plays and the play calling and making sure you get each piece right. At the same time, you do feed off the energy of the crowd. You know, when we were there at the Big Ten tournament and – we're preparing to start this game and there's no fans in the stands. It was hard to, to get amped up, you know, or it's like to motivate. I don't know. It just felt like we were hours away from the tip as opposed to minutes away. And I kept having to remind myself, like we're on the air now. You know, I'm my first words are going to be spoken in 16 minutes. Like I had to tell myself that because it just felt like you're walking in as we do. We get to the arenas early or the stadiums early and there's nobody there, and there's a different kind of mindset when you first arrive versus the ramp-up to before you go on the air. So uh, that would, that's definitely a challenge. I mean, we talked about not having, especially in basketball, when you're down at the table, uh, can the players hear you, and, and will this curtail our analysis or our discussion? It kind of reminded me, if you go back far enough, uh, to the, to the uh, Happy Days era when – you know, Poppy was on the PA and Richie Cunningham was at the free throw line and he kept distracting him while he's trying to make this free throw. It's like, that's what I kept envisioning is I'm going to be saying something about a guy uh, who's at the free throw line. He's going to be listening to every word I'm saying. And what, what, what should I say? I mean, I don't want to like overpraise him and you got to still call it, call it the same way, but it's going to be a change. I mean, I, I do think there's going to be, we have a chance in baseball uh, they're talking about one proposal where we may do a good chunk of the season in front of no fans uh, just to get the season started. So I'm prepared for anything. Uh, we'll make do with anything. We're just trying to get games on and, and entertain people, you know, um, but it, it, it's going to be a challenge, no question. What, what's You're closer to this than we are. What's the latest uh, or how much validity is there to maybe baseball starting next month playing games in Arizona, kind of taking over those spring training stadiums and playing everything out there sort of in a, uh, in a secluded, uh, no-fans type environment? Well, I think that's um, one of the many contingency plans that baseball is coming up with. I feel like that's going to be a really difficult thing to do. I think because the, the players union still has to agree to anything that will happen. Uh, now the players are motivated to get checks for the full year, obviously, but the, you, you, you don't want to um, put your health at risk. You, you certainly don't want to be isolated from your family. That's kind of been one of the proposals is to play the games, but totally isolate um, meaning not even have your family there for an extended time. So I think that's causing a lot of concern. But, again, I do. I just warn people because I've been asked this a lot the last couple of days. It, it's just a contingency plan, and all the leagues are coming up with multiple scenarios, and this is one. 
and probably the one that would be next on the list to accomplish if they can. So that's why it's getting a lot of the publicity, and um, that's why it's been in the news. So I would just say that regardless of the contingency plans that all the leagues are putting together, which is going to start coming out through the various, you know, uh, sources that cover these leagues, um, it's really important for us to focus on the now. And if we're not in, you know, an essential position, if we're not in healthcare, if we're not in the medical services field, and we have the ability to be home and stay home, we need to do that. We need to continue with the social distancing because that that's that's my biggest fear. And talking to some of my friends that are are in healthcare, um, they're worried that news like this is going to give people the all clear idea right. because we're so eager to get that all clear and they're worried. They're already feeling that tremendous burden. So you're going to hear about these plans, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's time for us to start to loosen up uh, what we're doing. And we do need to be exercising our, our social distancing protocols. And it's really important. So that's kind of been my message. I don't know how the leagues are going to come back. I have no idea, but I know for a fact they all have multiple layers of plans in place whenever they do get uh, the all clear go. Brian, final question. Uh, we'll let you get to your next assignment and a busy day for you. Uh, <laughs> do, do you get back to Georgetown much? Or do you have family there still? Oh yeah. Yep. I, um, my got a, my mom still lives in Georgetown, and um, my the other side of my family all lives in Austin. So I get back a couple of times a year. I love going home. It's changed a lot, you know, since I was there. Uh, I, I went to high school at Georgetown in the late '80s, and um, so Austin's much different. Uh, you know, Georgetown's much different. I have relatives in Waco, and so was just in Waco last last year for a wedding. Right. Uh, right. My nephew lives in Waco and went to Baylor. And so, yeah, Central Texas is uh, near and dear to my heart. I love spending time there and um, try to get back a couple of times a year. Man, that's great. Well, I hope our paths cross uh, at some point in the future, and I hope uh, we all get back to work at some point in the future. But the main thing is to uh, stay safe and be safe, and we really do appreciate your time this morning. Uh, great to visit with you. Thank you very much. Yeah, John, I appreciate it. Good to be with you guys. Enjoy right, the rest you of too. Your day. Be safe. Thanks very much. Brian Anderson, okay. the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, TBS, TNT, NBA, golf, uh, NCAA tournament, does a lot of things, and a proud Georgetown Eagle, you can tell there, out of uh, Georgetown, Texas. So, Q, great to visit with him. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he we could have kept him. He said 23 and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could have got him telling some stories. It would have been a good good use of the time. But uh, do appreciate the time that we had with him this morning. Absolutely. And, J-Mo, let me ask you from a play-by-play stand a play by play standpoint excuse me that uh you know the the crowd like Vince Scully used to do the crowd was you know a lot of the story you know Vince Scully would be quiet and let the crowd tell their their part of the story just by you know the roar so could you imagine doing a game with no fans and and what part of that story kind of might get lost lost in in the way that you do the play by play as well well, you know, it almost happened in Kansas City uh, right. because, you know, the first word was that on that Thursday, the Big 12 tournament, 
they were going to play games with no fans or very few fans there. So we were talking about it, and I, I thought it would be like, um, you know, there's sometimes we do these tournaments uh, in November or December, and you know, like like in Hawaii or the Puerto Rico shootout or something like that, and they're played in small gyms, and there's very few fans there. So I thought it would be like that. And uh, I remember one of our assistant coaches one time, Brad Autry, uh, we were at a tournament in Hawaii, and I'm across the court from the team, but when I'm talking, they can hear every word I say (laughs) on the bench (laughs) across the court. And, you know, that's not normal. Normally, you know, they don't hear you because of the roar of the crowd. Uh, and uh, and he said, you know, he would he would clap and he said, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go, trying to drown me out a little bit. <laughs> so I think it would be like that, but it would have been really, really strange because you know the players and and you know us as broadcasters, you feed off the energy of the crowd, so it would have been really, really odd. Right. No, that's a, I just I was thinking about that, and I think it really came to me while we were talking to Brian, and I thought, you know what. I'm sure, you know, again, there's so many elements to tell in the story. And, and, you know, the really good play-by-players, they know how to do it, you know. And I know he does a great job. Like I said, you know, I know you do a great job as well. But just kind of interesting to see, you know, what what their thoughts was and what his thoughts were on, on that. And so uh, I thought he had a really good answer. And really all his answers were really great, good. Uh, like you mentioned, could have had him on a lot longer than that yeah. that we had him on. <laughs> that was fun. All right, appreciate uh, Brian Anderson being on with us. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be back, uh, wrap things up, look ahead. All that when we come back. John Morris Show on this Wednesday morning. It's brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. The rebound, three seconds, two seconds, one second. They will play it out, and the Lady Bears can now celebrate. It's celebration time for the clinching the Big 12 title outright. And now the Lady Bears will celebrate their 10th consecutive Big 12 regular season title, cut down the nets. The home for Lady Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, You can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRosier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with a credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. 
Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way. Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The final polls have been released for Baylor softball's shortened 2020 season. The Lady Bears finished 17th in the ESPN.com USA poll and number 23 on the USA Today NFCA poll. Former Baylor safety Chris Miller was a guest on the Matt Mosley Show on Tuesday to talk about the upcoming NFL draft and his interactions with the Cowboys. I mean, it wasn't really a specific call. When I got out to the Combine in Indianapolis, I got a chance to sit down and talk to a lot of the guys. And I know the safety coach, he has history with Baylor. He went there, actually. He just really understood where I was coming from, knowing that it was safe from the safety aspect, knowing what it takes to be a great safety in the league and compete with the best. For the complete interview, check out our Twitter page at 1660 ESPN. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Jamo, you there? Yeah, I'm not getting returned. Oh, there you go. Go ahead and go. <laughs> All right, very good. Thank you very much. All right, uh, final segment. Glad you're with us, John Morris. Nice. Show. And Q, uh, making things, <clears throat> excuse me, work for us from the <laughs> studio, wrapping things up here in the 9 a.m. hour. Uh, Q, what do you guys have coming up between noon and 3 today? I don't know. I was just vibing out to your music in here. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently I wasn't hitting the right buttons. But uh, we got a, we got an action-packed show. Jeff Howe uh, from Horns 24-7 will join us at 1.30 to talk Longhorns. Our ESPN Central Texas NFL Mock Draft 2020 continues. Tony Grossi from ESPN in Cleveland will be talking Browns. And pick number 10, uh, Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. He'll be talking Rangers at 2.30. And we're still adding a couple more guests to the lineup. So we have a, a pretty packed and busy show coming up. Nice. Very good. Coming up, uh, that is noon to 3 with uh, Q and Ward and Stephen. Then the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox from 3 to 6 coming up this afternoon. Uh, I've actually got uh, some work outside the house to do today. Nice. First time in a while. We are uh, doing a podcast uh, interview with Mac Rhodes today. So we're going to um, uh, safely uh, go to my office. I've got the equipment set up there to record there. So we'll let you know about that when we get that. Uh, up and running and where you can find that but i think that'll be good and it'll be fun to hear from mac uh, you know on a, a variety of topics i mean there's a lot of stuff we want to get answers uh, from mac about and get his perspective on yeah no it's always good to hear from him he always has really really good interviews i know he was on maybe a week and a half ago with uh, mosley and, and so i'm sure that uh, whatever he'll have the update will be some good stuff and uh, it's, like i said it's always good to hear from mac so we're going to get that done today, and again, we'll let you know when you can, uh, where you can find that once we get it 
up and running. It's uh, the name of it. It's the Sikkim Podcast is what we're going to call that. The Sikkim Podcast. This will be a production of Baylor Athletics, and uh, so we got a lot of people uh, lined up that we want to talk to and do it in this podcast form. So uh, watch for that. And the first one is uh, Baylor's athletic director, Mac Rhodes. All right, let me mention a couple of birthdays before we get out of here. Speaking of Georgetown, where Brian Anderson is from, uh, today is Rob Hip's birthday. Rob is in Georgetown. He does uh, he does radio there in Georgetown. So happy birthday to Rob. Today is uh, Ashley Ventura's birthday. Uh, Ashley Garza married. Now Ashley Ventura. She's the director of operations for Baylor Equestrian. So happy birthday to uh, Ashley from uh, Baylor Equestrian. Um, who else is on the list? Brian Loeb, former Baylor catcher. Today's Brian's birthday. Happy birthday to him. And see if I got anybody else. Uh, I think that's it for today. So happy birthday to those folks. Uh, have a safe and uh, socially distanced day today. <laughs> and uh, so you got people, Q, that are having birthdays. Uh, uh, sadly, on the other side, having funerals that, uh, you know, you can't have gatherings. You know, you can't have people there. So they're having, like, family uh, family gatherings, very small and really cutting down on, on birthdays. And then on the other side, uh, funerals are happening and you just can't uh, invite or can't have people there. Yeah, you know, it's funny. My buddy uh, Scooby, he actually got married here locally and it was the weekend that we were in Kansas City. And I, I was in his wedding on that Saturday because, we well, we all came back after being in Kansas City right. for, what, a day. And I told him before I left for Kansas City, I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to be in your wedding. I got to be in Kansas City for the tournament. So he's like, well, I understand, you know, uh, we'll, we'll try to figure something out, and then sooner th- than you knew it, I was calling him back. I was like, "Hey, well, anyway, I'm on my way back, so I can uh, I could definitely be in your in your wedding." And I think that that was like the last wedding wow. or one of the last weddings that actually happened because then all of a sudden everything the shelter in place came in and you're not allowed to do anything anymore so he really got that in before uh before he couldn't anymore so that was probably one of the last things that actually happened wow so that was that saturday like yep. march what 13th 14th or 14th so? i believe it was yeah, the 14th yeah. yep wow how about that so yeah not much uh any any uh, large uh even medium-sized gatherings much at all after that right exactly all right, uh, Q, appreciate it. Thank you very much, and uh, appreciate everyone tuning in. Thanks to Brian Anderson, who was with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing from him. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Bryce Cherry will be with us in the 9 a.m. hour, the sports editor for the Waco Tribune-Herald. Not today, but tomorrow with Bryce Cherry. And we've got a neat project that we'll uh, let you know about uh, selecting teams of the decades for Baylor Athletics, a cooperative project between Baylor Athletics and the Waco Tribune-Herald. So we'll give you all the details on that, and Bryce will be with us tomorrow. But Q will be back with Ward and Stephen for Unnecessary Roughness today at noon. Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox at 3 with the Matt Mosley Show. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9. Folks, be safe, stay sheltered in. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 9 here on ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, John. I appreciate you having me. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. What is your go-to karaoke? I don't karaoke.